Hello, and welcome to the Project Grateful Living podcast. I am your host, Sanya. I'm here to lift you up, sprinkle some joy, offer a little motivation and some life advice, and help you get through the week. My podcast is all around self-development and self-improvement. It is focused on gratitude and tapping into your personal power to live a life that is full of meaning and purpose and just feels really good in your soul. So if you're ready just to get some advice, um, look for different tips and tricks and ideas in how to really live your truth and live in authenticity and listen to your internal guidance system, listen to that voice and take charge and get in the driver's seat of your life. If you're looking for that life coach that you never knew you needed, but always did, um, sit back and relax and enjoy the podcast. This is a collaborative experience. So I welcome all feedback on my blog, projectgratefulliving.com. Head on over there. You can send me an email comment on my posts, even if you have suggestions on future episodes. But otherwise, I am just so grateful that you're here and enjoy. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Project Grateful Living podcast. I am your host, Sanya, and I am so happy you're here. Thank you for joining me today. In today's podcast, I'll be talking about change. I did a blog post on this. So if you want to get more information about all that I'm talking about, please head on over to projectgratefulliving.com and click on blog and you'll see my post all about change. If you don't like your current situation, take charge and change it. So I want to start off in today's podcast episode by sharing a quote that I heard a few years ago that literally hit this all the right spots for me. And the quote was, don't make a habit of collecting red flags. You only need one. <laughs> and I'm telling you guys, when I heard that, I thought, oh, that, that's, that's powerful because I can't tell you how many times for me personally, I looked back on situations that didn't work out. And I think, oh my gosh, the writing was on the wall the whole time. There were so many clues. There were so many red flags. But we often get in this habit of trying to talk ourselves into things um, instead of seeing it for what it is. So this is all about if you're in a situation, if you're in a job, a relationship, um, a special activity, whatever you're doing, whatever you're spending your time, your energy on, if you're spending your time or energy on anything and it does not feel right and the red flags are there, let this be your gentle nudge that change it. Change your environment, change your situation, leave that relationship, whatever it is. If it doesn't feel right in your soul, if you're feeling those red flags, don't collect them, just move on. Now, here's the thing. A lot of times people are concerned and thinking, well, how do I know? How do I know if it's the red flag? How do I know if I'm in the right direction or if I'm not in the right and wrong direction? You know, oftentimes we have so much going on that it's not as straightforward as we might think it might be. And the good news for all of that is that we have this beautiful internal guidance system that will really guide us and steer us in the direction where we need to go. And those are our emotions. Tap into how you're feeling. If it feels wrong, then it's probably wrong. Um, and here's another thing I really want to, um, I hope resonates with some of you listening. Just because something worked in the past doesn't mean it's going to work now. I can't tell you how many times, and I've fallen into this trap as well, where you had a hobby or an interest that you really loved in the past. So when you're trying to figure out what hobbies or interests you love now, you're thinking, well, I've always loved tennis. I must love tennis now. And it's like, maybe, maybe not. You know, people change, people grow, people evolve. 
So don't, and this is one of those red flag things again, don't force yourself into something because it worked before. Um, it might not be working now. Okay, so let's say you're just not really sure about how you're feeling. And if you find yourself in this category, um, don't feel bad about it. You know, a lot of times I've heard from friends and people I know that there's a little bit of a, I don't know, maybe embarrassment isn't the right word, but just feeling kind of out of sorts. Like, how come I don't know how I'm feeling? Like, I'm feeling them. Like, what gives, you know? And um, my response to that would be, give yourself a break. You do know how you feel, but sometimes there's a lot of mental clutter in the way. And that's why I have some really great solutions of things that you can do to help clear some of that. Um, So one, I am always going to talk about meditation because I think meditation is the best thing since sliced bread. Whether that means you're sitting cross-legged on the floor and, and clearing your mind, which is great, but not required. Or you're doing a walk in meditation, or you're taking a really long bath or soak in the tub where you just listen to some music and you're just focusing on your breathing. That's it. So when I say meditate, I just mean give yourself a moment of stealing. Of oh, stealing. Give yourself a moment of stillness and a moment to focus on your breath and your breathing. And just enjoy some silence. Um, there's something very centering about focus on your breathing and it often allows us to get uh, more in tune with how we're feeling. Uh, another thing you can do is to spend some time in nature. Just being in nature is really grounding and it really helps you find that clarity when your mind feels jumbled or is it different to sort through all the different emotions that you have. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, just go outside. And if you're close enough to a tree or you can reach out and touch a tree, I recommend touching the tree and, and feeling that energy. I mean, you could hug the tree if you wanted to, but touching it is just fine too. If the weather is nice enough, you know, take off your shoes and walk barefoot, sit in the grass. Um, you can also go to your local park or local botanical garden. I know for me, I don't live close to a botanical garden, but I live relatively close to a garden store. So I'll just go in there and walk the aisles and look at the potted plants and the herbs that they have for sale. And it's just surrounding yourself with nature. It still has a really beautiful calming effect. So if you can't get out to a park, maybe try your um, garden store um, or even just get yourself a small plant and keep it by a window. Um, put your hand in some dirt, plant a seed, um, get a little herb garden going. Just find a way to connect truly connect with nature. If you're fortunate enough to live somewhere coastal um, where you can go to a beach or a body of water where you can go to the lake or the river, that's great, but also not required. Nature is everywhere if you look for it. Um, so just try to find some way to connect to nature. Like I mentioned, that grounding energy really helps to get centered and to get focused. Another thing, it's really important if you're feeling uh, like a lot of your emotions are jumbled and need some clarity, I would say share your feelings. Um, now, there's a caveat to this one, of course, because we all know there are some people who like to interject their own personal opinions or judgments when you're trying to say something, or some people who don't understand the what privacy means and they want to tell all of your business on the street, right? So when I say share your feelings, you want to make sure that it's someone that you trust, someone that can be trusted, and someone that creates a safe space. So whether that's a close friend or family member, a life coach or a therapist, um, just connect with someone that you feel safe and that you feel trusted with to talk about your feelings because I know I've talked about it on my blog and also in this podcast. I can't tell you how many times where just by talking, 
I found my own answer to my own questions, but sometimes you just have to talk and let it all out. So definitely a great suggestion is something that you can perhaps try to do if you are trying to sort through all the feelings and emotions and just try to understand how you feel. Like, how do I really feel about this relationship? How do I really feel about this job? How do I really feel about this city or this club or this sport? Um, sometimes it's just a matter of talking it through and that kind of helps clear up some of that emotional clutter that makes it difficult to see clearly. And that same note as well, um, sometimes the best person you can talk to is yourself. Um, so head on over to my blog at projectgratefulliving.com, click on blog and click on this uh, blog topic because I also have some really great journal prompts. So if you're thinking, um, oh, I just, and, and for the journal prompts, by the way, you can either get an actual journal, notebook, iPad, you know, writing device of your choice and write out your answers to this, or you could just read the statement and go for a walk and just reflect on it. It works just as well, but it's basically, I have a few topics on there to kind of help you tap into how you're feeling um, and just doing some self-reflective work that can also help you find some clarity. All right, so let's say, no, you have the clarity. You're very, you're crystal clear. Um, I know this is a red flag. I want to avoid this red flag. This red flag. I want out. I have done my journal prompts. I've done my meditation. I've spoken to my friend. I've done all the, I've done all the work. So I don't want to collect any more red flags. I see the red flag. I don't want this. Now what? Right? Because sometimes just knowing that something isn't working is the environment you're in might not make it or might appear even more difficult than it might be to change that environment. So, so now what? Um, so a few suggestions on that also. All right, so I have five things that I want to encourage you to do. If you're in a situation where you're thinking, I feel a red flag, I want to change, and I feel a little stuck. Okay, so number one, build a village. Look for the people or the organizations that can help. And really seek out people who are supported. Maybe they can um, help you and give you some advice. Um, but start a network. You know, it really takes a village. It takes a sense of community. So if you're thinking to yourself, I really want to um, start this business. I really want to uh, take a stab at trying this new sport or this new activity, or this new hobby and interest. I think I, I think I could be doing something really meaningful with this. You need to start aligning yourself with people who are in that space. So start being really intentional. Also, there might be some people who are not in that space, but there are people who are in your life who are really motivational, really encouraging, um, listen, uh, so are supportive, and you want them in your village also. You just may have some people in your village who are very accountable, and they'll say, hey, you know, did you work out today? You said that you were, that a red flag was you're, you're sick of um, eating unhealthy foods and not working out. So I'm here to hold you accountable to find out, hey, did you go to the gym today? Did you work out today? What did you eat for lunch? You know, those people are also very helpful to have. So as you start planning your new and improved life, think about the village that you might need and the different roles that people might play in that village to help encourage you to get to where you need to go. So that's number one. Number two is plan your exit. Let's say you decide that your job is just not the job for you, but you can't financially just up and leave with no notice or anything. Well, that's the case. Figure out, okay, you don't like this job. 
tap into your network. Does anyone know anyone who's hiring? Maybe they're hiring at your friend's job and they can give you a reference. Is there a new skill you need to learn first? And you know, this is time for you to learn that new skill, get your resume polished up, send it out, start working some contacts, going on some interviews so that you can have a smooth transaction. Maybe cut back on some of your expenses, cut out cable, cut out eating out, whatever it is. So that way, if you have to live off of your emergency fund for a while, you can. But basically, just take the steps to prepare for your exit if you're in a situation that you don't like. You'd be surprised how many times does taking those action steps towards change kind of shifts the energy around you and it helps create momentum. And then random people and opportunities and insights and tips and all these things just start coming towards you. But it all starts by just taking that first step and preparing for your exit. So if you're thinking to yourself, I can't leave right now, that's okay. But start planning how you're going to leave and start taking really definitive steps to in that direction. Okay, so number three, remember your past successes. There is a really good chance that there's been some time in your life in the past where you were bold, you were brave, you took a chance and it paid off. It could have been something really simple, like you asked someone out on a date, or you decided to go for a job, or you went for some audition, or you tried out for a sport and you got in, or whatever, right? There's, it could be something, you know, something small um, or something big. But there's probably there have probably been times in your life where you took a leap of faith and it worked out for you. It is so important whenever you're facing a new challenge, a new adventure, um, whenever you're feeling stuck, to remind yourself of your past successes. It reminds you that you are capable because, well, looking back now, you're thinking, oh yeah, that was nothing. Maybe. But at the time, it probably wasn't nothing. At the time, it could have been something really big. And you did it anyway, which means you can do it again. So remind yourself of your successes, whether that means writing them down I know I had a friend who had a success board and she actually had pictures that represented different accomplishments and she had them like, you know, taped to her mirrors when she got up and brushed her teeth. She was looking at a picture of herself, you know, maybe wearing her suit when she got her first job, you know, maybe years later she hated the job or something else, but it was a really big deal that she got that job, you know, or, or her college admission letter from way back when, or the medal from, from running that first 10K, which she thought there's no way she'd be able to do, you know, so just reminding yourself of your past successes can kind of tapped into the energy to say, you know what? I'm kind of cool. Like I can do things. I can get it done. I've done it before. Maybe not this big, but I've done stuff so I can do stuff again. You know, so remind yourself of your successes is huge. Number four, seek out role models. A little different from the village. The role model is part of your village, but now I'm talking about the people who have the specific um, information or insight that can help you. Now, some of these role models might be people in person or online that you can connect with. Some of them might be complete strangers that you reach out to. Some of them could be people that you will never meet because maybe they're even from a different period in history. Like they've they've wait they they were they were from like generations ago. They're no longer even alive in or time, but they've written books or they have documentaries or their journeys are well documented, and you can learn from the path that they've been on. I was listening to an um an interview a few years ago and this guy was saying that um he considers um I think it was John Wooden to be his main mentor and he mentored him for many years um but he's never actually met the guy <laughs> he just bought every book on tape he had and read every article and every book on him so he was his mentor um but the guy didn't even know he was a mentor you know what I mean he just said I like this person I like 
their teaching style, what they have to say, how they've inspired others, and I'm going to use them to inspire me. Um, so as you talk about, as I talk about the role model, it could be someone that you know that you actually have sessions with, which is amazing, or somebody you have no clue. You, you, you'll never meet this person, but you're following their journey, you're watching their documentaries or their videos or whatever it is, and you're learning from them. Or it could be a mixture of both. So just seek out your role models. And number five, I would say is to dabble. Um, start small, you know, um, let's say you are doing something uh, like you're an engineer and you're thinking, yeah, I've always wanted to open my own bakery. I've always wanted to do it. Well, maybe you're not ready to necessarily quit the job and open a bakery and get that small business loan right now, but maybe you can start exploring just different recipes. Maybe start sending out some baked goods to friends and family members. Maybe start selling it small at the local um independent run coffee coffee shop just saying hey can i give you guys some samples if you want to consider maybe you're doing a small order of my cupcakes you know just start really really small do something on the weekend after work volunteer in the space that you want to be in so maybe you've always wanted to do something um with the law or with kids and you thought okay well i'm gonna sign up and i'm gonna be a court appointed um special advocate i'm gonna be a cast of volunteer and help children in the foster care system in my free time so maybe i'm not ready to um quit my regular job and pursue a law degree or um a paralegal degree or maybe i'm not sure if i want to be a social worker but here's something i can do in my free time you know just to tap in just dapple put a little toe in um so if you have a area that you are curious about and that you're thinking, I think this would be cool if I did blank. I want to encourage you, just give it a shot. Try it, you know, volunteer, go to the meeting. Just just get yourself in that space. Get yourself in that frequency, in that energy, on that vibe. It makes a difference. So everyone, I just want to keep reiterating to you. I know you started, I started off this podcast with this message. And I'll end this podcast with the same concept as well. That if your inner guidance system... Your feelings, your emotions, that sixth sense is telling you that it's time to change. I want to encourage you to listen, to lean into that energy, move forward to a possible solution and take action. Um, if you head on over to my to my blog at projectgratefulliving.com, I've shared two examples of personal friends that I've had that, you know, were in a situation where a little bit scary or intimidating to embrace a change. But they did so, and it paid off in beautiful ways. One with her career, another one with her relationship. Um, so hopefully that will give you some insight and some motivation as you make some plans of your own. But as always, thank you for being part of this wonderful community. You know, I, I started this podcast because I really wanted to create a space where we can um, share ideas and tools on living our best lives and taking chances and really focusing on leaning in and tapping into that energy that is propelling us towards our own personal greatness. So um, as always, thank you for being part of the show. And if you have any comments or ideas for future episodes, please send me an email at Project Grateful Living. Um, you can always, there's a link there to send me a message. And um, I'll see you or hear you all or talk to you all on the next podcast. Thanks, everyone.